Wub 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 Tunes. And don't forget Boba. <laughs>
but oh frappuccino it's gonna make me broke but now that i'm gonna own a home and i'm gonna get roommates i can i can fulfill my frappuccino goals mm-hmm. yes so what is new with you nowadays uh well i went snorkeling with leopard sharks on friday with a friend which was really cool you know the leopard sharks in la jolla in san diego are not too big i think they get up to six feet like at the largest which sounds really big but they're a pretty docile species of shark they stay near the sandy bottom and they come into the shallow waters of la jolla i think to either mate or to have their young um and it's really cute they they don't give birth to live birth i believe they instead have the sharks the baby sharks in a little a little pouch that's called a mermaid's purse oh interesting i could be confusing that with a different type of very similar shark called the swell shark but i mean they were beautiful It, it you know your brain goes oh shark but they're very like they don't care about you right yeah and they're really shallow like waist you can wade into the water waist deep and they'll be there Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm more worried about stingrays than I am about yeah. leopard sharks, honestly. I can see that. Really don't want to get stung by a stingray. I hear that's very painful mm-hmm. and oof, some people cannot handle the pain. Some people say that they have to sit down and soak their feet in hot water for about an hour before they can walk again. Ooh, Those are the extreme ones, of course, but that's what I heard. Um, so are there a lot of people at this shark uh, area place? Yeah, and I went Friday afternoon, which is like a hot time to go. Um, but that's why there are so many stingray incidents there, is because the stingrays are there during the warmer months in the shallow water, and then people step on them. And the stingrays, of course, don't like to be stepped on because mm. they're sea pancakes, so they sting you. Oh, yeah. And the barbs on those things could get pretty, pretty serious. Yeah. One time when I was at Del Mar Beach mm-hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't that warm. It was it's not warm like nowadays. It was I mean, it's still summer, so it's still pretty warm, but not as warm as now. And I I thought I was shuffling, but I guess I wasn't and like I stepped on something that's like flashy and oh. it, it moved underneath my foot and so like I yelped and I just like bounced to the other side and I uh, luckily I did not Wow. Guess that. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember it freaked me out, and <laughs> I was like, "What did I just step on?" I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it was a stingray because it was a it was sort of a flat surface. Oh yeah. So yeah, it probably but, was. Yeah, you you got you're lucky you got away yeah, with that. I got super lucky with that, which makes me worry about like other people that I bring the beach to, like my brother. I'm like, oof. Uh yeah. Yeah. Because he has Down syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, but maybe I would just take him to the pools. Like, if I want yeah. him to experience wave pools, I would just, you know, take him to some sort of wave pools instead of the beach. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, that's pretty... Um, I mean, it's gorgeous out there. I, I really enjoyed it, and I, I want to go back, like, every day this week while Aww. I still can because the water temperature was was really nice and comforting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, which reminds me, I swam in the ocean the other day. You did? I did. It was a little hard, not going to lie, but yeah. but it was fun. Yeah. Did you go to where your feet couldn't touch the bottom? Um, well, I can still touch the bottom, but okay. with the waves, I couldn't touch the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's so, a lot of fun, yeah. but it does take it out of you. 
Mm-hmm. It was hard. And especially since I didn't have my goggles. So, like, I did. And I have a tendency to open my eyes when I'm underwater. Ouch. So, I'm like, I don't didn't want to put my my head in the water um, because of that tendency, because of that habit. Mm-hmm. So, I was trying not to put my, my head under the water. But then it makes it hard for me to paddle um, or do um, freestyle strokes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. But next time, I think I'll just bring my goggles with me and, yeah. and try to swim. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, let's get into our comics, shall we? Alrighty. First off, let's start off with Let's Play. Because mm-hmm. we've been reading that. Um, so we're now in episode 135. And, ooh, I there are a few things that are going on here. But the biggest thing is the artist is now hinting at the possible love triangle. Right? I mean, yeah. she has the artist has always hinted at the possible love triangle all throughout the series. but But now... Samara is really questioning which path should I choose, and and it is really hard because because you know Charles is amazing and then he played his charms and he played her game by himself without even even right. having mm-hmm. to ask and there's Marshall who's just well he's a YouTuber mm-hmm. so he was just playing the game and didn't even play it right and. And then I think the last episode where Samara compared the two and Chow is very calculated where where Marshall is a little bit more like spontaneous. Yeah. Like intuitive, I guess. Yeah, he let yeah. his emotions guide his responses to the game. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's interesting that, you know, she had that very morning she was with Charles and then that's when she experienced her first joy. I mean, I love the artist's (laughs) representation of her joy by drawing a flower and there was like a water drop that said drip. Like, oh, okay. I'm like, I'm not sure if I'm ready for this. (laughs) Yeah, that uh, that was a very subtle way to say what happened and you know so that happened in the morning and then that very night she is at home in her pjs comfy and she's watching marshall's youtube video right. about her game mm-hmm. so now now there's this question obviously she had fun with charles yeah but at the same time you can also look at it and be like she came home in her comfy PJs mm-hmm. and in her zone and guess who she oh. went to? She went to Marshall. Yeah. Okay. So it's like it's a question of who is she more comfortable with but it's not like she's really comfortable with Marshall either because uh, as right. we can see Marshall came out of his porch and was just standing there and if she wasn't comfortable to meet him and to see him, talk mm-hmm. to him yet it is a little interesting that you know, she came back home and she is watching yeah. his video. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that, you know, that difference in how she was dressed, um, how she was feeling more comfortable in. Of course, she's comfortable in her own space, but that Marshall's also in kind of right next to that space. Mm-hmm. So there's that separation, I think, between her and her and Charles 
and and Charles has said also that there's an going to be an emotional separation between them that he's not interested in a romance he's just kind of interested in like kind of helping mentor her while also like walking her through some of her like first sexual experiences so I think they have that understanding but yeah I I don't see Marshall and Sam as romantic interests yet honestly even after he reacted strongly of course to seeing like that she wasn't wearing a bra (laughs) This mm-hmm. comic is so <laughs> it's borderline R rated. Yeah. yeah, so it's you know, like pretty. Ad- I feel like it's pretty adult. <laughs> oh yeah. So if you are under eighteen, we know what you guys read. So don't even pretend like you're not reading and you're not looking at her boobs. But still, still, if you are over eighteen, just have some water next to you. You know. <laughs> Because we're going to get thirsty at some point. We all know that. So just have some water next to you. Yeah, but um, but I love how Bowser still does not like Marshall. I know. Like, oh, Bowser. The dog. He barks yeah. at Marshall. And Marshall's just like, let me love you. Yeah. So what do you think about this whole episode in general? Um, I felt a little filler. Um especially compared to how intense the last few episodes were between Sam and Charles. And I think that's all right. You know, he, Sam needs a breather. We need a breather. Mm-hmm. Um, I did expect a little bit more to be happening, but I'm interested to see where the next few episodes go because uh, Charles uh, is in the middle of a big decision that he hasn't told Sam about yet. And that's, he got a big job offer that would offer him a lot more money than he's making right now but it's overseas so he's in the middle of making this decision do i stay do i go yeah yeah and then that's a little hard too right because right because you can do two ways tell sam oh hey i'm leaving but now sam mm-hmm. is gonna feel well are you you got what you want here you got my body and now you're just gonna leave so there's that. Mm-hmm. And then there's a part of Sam that may, you know, be really sad and think that it's her fault that he's leaving. Like, it's her inexperienced in- It's her not trying right. hard enough. Because we all know that Samara is not really confident in herself. Mm-hmm. So I can see both ways. And I, but I think, I don't think he's going to be gone i think he's gonna have a lot of doubt he as in charles yeah that's interesting right because he on the one hand he's saying i'm not forming an emotional attachment to this on the other hand i think he is uh whether that's like the deep kind of connection that sam really deserves i don't know i think he's still holding himself back but i think he does care for her and i think that's why he's hesitating because when he gets that call as we see in that particular scene he looks back at where sam is sitting is like i don't know i have some things here that i need to think about so i'm like that's kind of hinting charles isn't as removed as he would like to think himself yeah as he would like to think he is (laughs) right right yeah i i really wonder where that's gonna go because there's a lot of a lot of possibility here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the easiest thing would be get rid of Charles, right? And then now, which now giving room for Sam and Marshall to explore what their love 
or possible romance could be. Yeah. But then that would be an easy cop out. I feel like. I I don't think the author would would do that. I think right now because Marshall is really just fresh out of a breakup or quote unquote taking a break with Monica, aka Glitz Kitten is her her stage name. Um, I really liked Monica. I, I ideally, (laughs) (laughs) I know people feel very strongly about shipping, especially in this comic. I would love to see Charles and Sam end up together and Marshall and Monica get back together just because Monica really grew on me as a character. And I would love to see Monica and Marshall like kind of work through who are we besides our performative selves and like, can we be together just as people? Uh, I wish they could. I have a feeling we're still really far out from a Marshall Sam endgame. And I think that is going to be the endgame. Yeah. They're together in the promotional art for this comic. Yeah, and then on the. Yeah, you're right. And then I think they did a little animated series. And I think uh-huh. in the animated series, uh, Marshall and Samara got together. Oh, okay. Something yeah, like I don't that. know if you can hear, but like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I'm a little, dis- I'm disappointed. I, I know what's coming, but I'm still. Yeah, <laughs> I'm disappointed for that, too. I really, really want Monica to be with Marshall. And Marshall, I mean, Monica is a great girl. I mean, she's confident. Mm-hmm. She she gets all the hate because she's confident about herself. But she really, really cares about uh, her boyfriend, well, her ex-boyfriend now. But. And she likes Sam, which is so sweet. Like, she yeah. initially was pretty cold, gave Sam the cold shoulders, like, what are you doing here? Why are you asking to see my boyfriend? And it's, like, because he said trash about my game. But <laughs> but after, after they get over that initial obstacle, like, she kind of takes Sam under her wing, and it's really sweet. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I definitely would love to see monica back again in this series because we haven't seen her for a while yeah yeah i'd love to see her make a return and i'm I'm interested i wonder if sam and marshall are going to be endgame how's monica gonna feel about it mm-hmm. unless they're gonna prepare monica with charles is that possible i don't know i think That's it could be possible they're both headstrong right they're both headstrong um but at the same time we don't know but you know what? They all have to work out their issues first. Oh, yeah. Everyone has, yeah. Uh, as in real life, everyone has their own thing that they're struggling through. Yeah. yeah. And and Sam with her confidence, self-esteem issues, and Marshall with his depression. Mm-hmm. And Charles need to finally admit that, oh, hey, I want in. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only one I would say that is like fully open and a fully open to possibilities and being flexible about everything actually not just one person two people are link and monica mm-hmm. yeah mm. it's so funny. i still don't like link as a character i know i think he's basic <laughs> he is i mean he's a side character he's yeah. not really he's not really as great as monica but i would say monica is pretty much like open about a lot of things and she's willing to try she Mm -hmm. knows her boundary she knows what is needed emotionally Mm -hmm. and i think link is also there uh to a degree and so those two side characters are the only ones that i see that are like pretty stable emotionally wise and everybody else kind of need to step up and figure out what they want and then 
what they really need. Yeah. Yeah. I hope Charles can do that because I feel like he never really truly dealt with the trauma of coming home to find his wife cheating on him with his best friend. Like that's a deep emotional blow. And I think so far he has really changed his entire like persona and his appearance to kind of shut down any emotion, any vulnerability because he doesn't want to be hurt again. I think he needs to admit and process it. Yeah, I guess we'll see how that goes. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be a long journey for I, him. I love this webtoon. There's still, I'm so invested. <laughs> Me too. the next webtoon is the Curse Princess Club. The uh, Curse Princess Club is like one of the ones that we're very much devoted to mm-hmm. and we're at what episode now? 116. Um, Tis the gala season. Right. Oh yeah. Um, This episode has quite a bit of things going on and I think it's also a kind of a filler episode. Mm-hmm. Um. So we have some comedy going on. We have some alarming, alarming scenes in here. And then we have yeah. some, you know, just just character growth in some people. It started off with, you know, the gala advertisement and how they are going to be taking place at... It's uh, the Polygon Kingdom, so yeah. the... The king and queen are Prez's parents. Yeah. Who banished her after she got cursed. Yeah. Which is... mm, I have many thoughts about that. (laughs) Yeah, so they're going to take place in Polygon Palace. And, yeah, you know, it's it's not good. It's not looking good. And, of course, Prez is very angry because, hey, this is her parents and they're not even inviting her. And, on top of that, she's cursed, but yet... Her parents are hosting a charity for cursed individuals and it's just a it's just a hypocritical thing it's just a hypocrite mm-hmm. thing yeah there are some funny moments where you know Thermidora is like I want to go to the gala and I won't be pushed aside anymore and and the person's like oh you can actually go to the gala because this is a mandatory costume party so and then it's bonus points if you uh, dress up as like the cursed princesses or cursed kings, uh, cursed individuals, and and then Thermidora was like, "Oh, I can," and she was like, "Oh, I spent all this time sewing this, and it's these giant, mega, human hands. They're gross." Oh yeah, it's so gross. <laughs> and all the other club members are like horrified. <laughs> yeah. So like, wow. Okay. But then, you know, this, we got to see a little bit about, about Prez, like, coming to terms with she does want the cure. On one hand, like, she has always been advocating for, for, you know, people to just love themselves. And then, like, yeah, we have curses, but we are still fine and we just love yourself. But at the same time, I think there's a little bit of her that's, like, I kind of want to be normal and I kind of want to be just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And... And that was an interesting thing to hear, which, you know, it makes sense. I think no matter how different you are, sometimes you do go through those moments where I just want to be like everybody else. What is wrong with that? Yeah. Um, uh, another segue. Mm-hmm. This webtoon 
This Curse Princess Club episodes are really long. They are. Uh, I like it. Do you like it? I love it. Okay. But I'm like, as an artist, how oh, are God. you producing <laughs> these long episodes every week? I don't know. And I honestly sometimes worry about going to an artist. I'm like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you working 24-7? I know. Well, I mean, they are getting paid, so at least that makes sense. Yeah. But... Yeah. And then, of course, we get to see... Maria feeling distraught because, you know, her prince Blaine is having a bit of a spat. <laughs> yeah, and then of course their mom, their mom as in um, Blaine's mom doesn't approve of Maria right. and all that. So she's just sobbing. And this, there's a funny scene about security guard. And so we usually see these two security guards at the palace guarding the princesses and. And the one security guard just like, you know what? I'm going to quit because cause, um, he said, mate, have you ever witnessed a schoolgirl do something more effortlessly incredible than anything you have done? That makes you wonder what the heck you've been doing with your life. Mm-hmm. He's referring to the time a few episodes ago where Prez like, did this whole somersault and pretty much Mission Impossible style jumping. And oh, he she, like, jumped all... off the wall like the I Matrix. <laughs> exactly. So he's just like, dang, what am I doing with myself? Yeah, so... And then, of course, there's a little bit of comedy relief where he was like, it's hard to leave because you're my best friend. And then he's talking to the other security guard. But then this other security guard has always been gullible. So he was like, huh? Is that, like, one of your jokes or something? (laughs) It's like an ouch. (laughs) Yeah. So... So there there are quite a bit of comedy reliefs. and, And, you know, we didn't really get to see... Gwen as much in this one and like I say is is a filler episode just like let's play so so I wonder if it's just like a filler episode season it it might be we've I mean we've just started new seasons both in let's play and cursed princess so things need time I think to to ramp up yeah had some pretty intense goes there right However, like I said, there are some very alarming scenes in this episode. And it is the last few panels where Aurelia is feeling very depressed and very emotionally distraught because of the diary of Lilith, who is Gwen's mom. And I think she just feels so guilty mm-hmm. because she was mean to Gwen and she used the same words that Lilith was, you know, writing f- about herself. Right, and Lilith is, is Gwen's mom. Yeah. It's interesting that they chose the name Lilith. Why is that? Um, I can't remember specifically, like, what role she has, but I believe she's a demon from Christian mythology. Okay. So Lilith is the name of the first succubus. She was supposed to be Adam's first wife, but because Lilith loved to seduce, Adam rejected her in favor of a new woman, Eve. Interesting. So yes, yeah, so she's like a demon, female de- demon figure from Christian mythology. Interesting. Um, yeah, so it's interesting that Gwen's mother, who lo- is her spitting image basically, is named Lilith. Um, and she obviously had some really intense self-loathing issues. And... I think Aurelia is, I think Aurelia's kind of, 
right to feel guilty i mean i don't want her to like suffer and wallow in it but but she did do something cruel Mm -hmm. to gwen and gwen's in a vulnerable position um and i think she's just now coming to terms terms with the emotional impact of what she's done to gwen um so i'm interested i'm wondering if if she's going to have a hand in uncovering the mystery behind lilith like why lilith wanted her daughter shut away in the palace where she came from how she met and fell in love with the king of the pastel kingdom jack so many questions and i'm curious how aurelia will uh, play into it and it's funny i'm saying aurelia as in (laughs) like a, a a spanish pronunciation i mean it could very well be the you know that pronunciation we don't know but yeah i i don't know how to feel about this episode i mm. i think you know it was it was nice it had a lot of com- comedy relief but then i don't think there's anything beyond that like in other episodes i'm like oh i get to analyze a few things but in this one I didn't really see that much depth mm. in this episode. Okay. But at the same time, I mean, you know, sometimes you just have to have some some filler episode because they're needed and they show what's going on besides the main character. Because, yeah, like I said, we really did not get to see Gwen as much in this one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. We also did not get to see Jamie. I wonder how he's doing with the whole... <laughs> We must we must take down the princesses statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then of course now, you know, Press wants to go to this charity and everybody wants to go to this charity to possibly get the 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 cure for the curse, right? And now the one of the main question is, well there's only one cure, who gets to use it? Right. And that's gonna bum, be bum, a, bum, cliffhanger. Yeah. So that's gonna be another, another thing for them to explore, and I still cannot believe that this is the last season, and that there's so many things that they need to figure out. Oh yeah, but with long episodes like this, I, I think Lambcat's gonna pull it off. Yeah, and also just have to mention the music. I love how every single Aww. episode has music. So if you guys ever read this webtoon, definitely have your have your uh, device on loud. But yeah, just not on silent because the music is so nice. Yeah, very charming, just like the comic itself. Yes, definitely. on to the ones we've been reading individually yeah let's do that the one that i've been reading is a little bit different from the ones that i have mentioned in the past and also the ones that we just discussed it's called adventures of god and it is a slice comic which means that you you don't have to read them in order. You can just read out of place and it still makes sense. Yes, there are some stuff that you're like, wait, that does not make sense. And then it will need a, you know, it will need a filler from like before. But most of the time you just you can just read whichever episode out of order and you'll be fine. But I love this webtoon and this is 
like Let's Play, this is one of the few webtoons that got me into mm. webtoons. Mm-hmm. So I love it. So the premise. What is the premise? We have God. We have Jesus. We have we have Lucy, which is uh, who is Lucifer. <laughs> We have Gabe and we have Ebag. So these five characters are the main characters, and we pretty much get to see their story. So pretty much, God is like, it's not who you think he is. He's not like this profound person. He is this old man who's just, you know, sometimes grouchy, sometimes more like a teenager, sometimes just weird, sometimes a drunk, sometimes lazy man. He's just everything. And then we have Jesus, who, who is God's son. And oh, and we don't ever ever mention mary nope mary's uh, off topic interesting ever mention mary so it's funny and uh you know it's just like the adventures of well god and then lucy is a ruler of hell but hell is not what you think it will be it's actually more like a rehabilitation center so it's pretty fun another thing you need to know is lucy is gay so gay people go to hell Unfortunately, but not for the reason you would think. God pretty much sent all the hot, eligible gay bachelor to hell so that Lucy will find his partner. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so pretty much they have like this like fan- this like gay club in hell where they just like sit around bar. And then it's funny because like like sometime Lucy is like, wait, why are you in why are you in hell? You did nothing wrong. And then he's like, wait a minute, are you gay? And then the person was like, yeah, I am. And then he would call God like, stop sending gay people to hell. And then God was like, you're welcome. Bye. <laughs> so so it's pretty funny. And then um, and then Gabe and Ebags are pretty much their right, like the right hand man. So Gabe is a scientist for heaven, for God, for Jesus. So he's the one that creates, that, that does the coding for humans. Like, God tells you, God tells Gabe, like, what he wants, and he's just like, okay, let me just type in the code. Ebag is pretty much the same, but for Lucy. Mm. And then, if you notice, Gabe is spelled G-A-B-E, Ebag is E-B-A-G. So, (laughs) yeah, but sometimes Ebag is a little bit more mischievous than Gabe, um, and then um, I just love it. This is such a funny comment. And then they, um, I think they have over, let me see, 400 episodes. Four, oh, 476 episodes to be exact. So it's a lot and it's short and it's just super, super cute. And this very last episode, they, they went through the history of how owls are made. And apparently owls were made this way because God was going through a emo phase. Oh no. <laughs> at some point. So he was just like, I want this animal to be this way. So that's how owls are made. Similarly, that's also how bats are made. During God's emo phase? Yep. Did he also make centipedes during his emo phase? We haven't explored that yet, but what about I'm vampire sure. squid, <laughs> um, blind cave fish? Like, <laughs> I'm sure, but apparently God was going through emo phase, and then, <laughs> and then it's funny because like 
like Gabe who has to code, he was like, I'm just wondering if maybe we should pause we should put a pause on animal creation until this phase is over, maybe? <laughs> and then God runs away saying, It's not a phase. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so I love it. Um and the cool thing about this webtoon is that they don't have any like webtoons that you can buy, so you just have to wait for mm, the next one, just like everybody else. You yeah. can't like get coins and right. spend it on the next comic. So right. I love it. I I find it really funny, and and I believe the artist Tio and Corey also have another one that's called My Dictator Boyfriend, which I haven't read yet, but I hear that it's super funny as well. Yeah. So what about you? So I want to talk about At No Men today, which is, I think, a more mature comic. It's a romance between, well, first of all, let me mention the author. It's by Illustrian. Yeah. Okay. Um, so At No Men, A-T-N-O-M-E-N. It's about Lena, who's a young woman living in, in like an early, 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 early modern age, so no guns, etc. It's kind of on the cusp of, of being medieval and early modern. Um, she lives alone in a house that was left to her by her parents. Her mother was a Wiccan, and her dad, I think, was a Christian, but they have both passed away by now. Her dad, before he died, gave her house and her hand in marriage to a very abusive really creepy church minister mm. and so lena's feeling very alone but luckily she has a gargoyle at the local abandoned like the ruins of an older church that she goes to and talks to for comfort and it turns out he's actually a powerful demon and we just call him rain we don't know his true name or his atnamen yet but there's kind of like a spicy romance between Lena and this demon. It's definitely Ooh. like a monster romance. It's mature. Um, and I like it because, I mean, the art is really gorgeous. Like it's, it feels very textured the way she draws. It feels like you could reach out and like touch oh. the page and it would feel feel very textured so i like that about it um i like learning about witchcraft (laughs) it's kind of interesting so to have this wicca protagonist kind of and it's she has a couple friends and there's a lot of mysteries that we still need to uncover i feel like the story is still very much in the early stages of development but We've got 30 episodes so far, so there's enough to sink your teeth into. Okay, so this is a fairly new yeah. webtoon. Yeah, and I d- it doesn't update every single week, but I think it updates, yeah, it updates twice a month. So that's enough to, to think, start building on. And it's, it's really interesting if you're into monster romances, mm. you'll probably like it. Um, and beautiful art as well. Nice. Cool. What is, um, so far, what do you think is, like, the biggest takeaway of that webtoon? Of that webtoon? Um, I think it definitely has a narrative against misogyny and against institutional religions. So it's, I mean, it's not even subtle in how (laughs) anti-Christianity it is. Um, which, so, you know, you could find that offensive, you could find that, 
kind of eye-opening or interesting depending on what audience you're coming from. Um, I like subversive narratives. Uh, having been raised in a traditional Christian household, I kind of I like that kind of subversive take on things that that most people take for granted. I I think those are the two main takeaways so mm-hmm. far, so far, because it is still early in the story. Yeah. Oh, discussion time, shall we? Yeah. yeah. Fun question time. Course, you fun always have fun time. questions. <laughs> if, mm-hmm. if you have to turn one of these, one of the ones that you read, not the one that I read, because obviously you don't know anything. Do you know about Adventures of God? You've talked about it before, and I've seen a couple episodes. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's just focus on the one that you read then. All right, so, Men. Yeah. Okay. And and Curse Princess and Curse Princess and Let's Play, play. okay. Yeah. And uh, if you had to turn one of these webtoons into a novel, ooh, which one? Like a graphic novel or a written written or, novel? Ooh, I would go with Atnamen. Really? Yeah, okay. I think it's the atmosphere is really rich, and I think you could do a lot with the language. Like it's got like it's like Gothic cathedral esque. Mm-hmm. Like lots of gothic architecture, um, and then I think there's enough mystery and suspense in the story that I would want to keep reading. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think for me the answer will be similar to your reasoning. Mm-hmm. Will be Curse Princess Club. Mm-hmm. Let's play is fine, but I think it will be a little too either YA or a little too. Trashy romance. <laughs> oh, oh, <Cara. laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, so, Curse Princess Club will ha- also, you know, Curse Princess Club will have all these architecture, all these playing on yeah. on their colors mm-hmm. and polygons, yeah, shapes, pastel, so. plaid. Exactly. So, I think it will be funner to see Curse Princess Club as a novel mm-hmm. than than like other ones. If you could date one of the characters from one of the comics, Ooh. who would it be? Well, let's see. Okay, I'm not going to date anybody from Adventures of God. Because, <laughs> you know, no, I'm not. Maybe Gabe. Gabe would be nice. Mm. Not bad. Um, Charles? Uh-huh. He's a gorgeous man. Yeah. So you would do a booty call. Oh, yeah. Hey. (laughs) Hey, I gotta fulfill my thirst somehow, okay? (laughs) What about you, Missy? What are you? Who are you gonna date? I totally date the monster from (laughs) Adam. Listen, a Scorpio kiss as a Scorpio does. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think for me, probably either be Gabe from Adventures of God or Charles. Yeah, Charles. Okay. I mean, Charles is a gorgeous man. Gabe yeah. is because he's intelligent and he's cool and I would just like talk to him. Cool. Yeah. But, well, I think that is it for this episode. I mean, we went over, you know, Let's Play, Cars Princess Club. Adventures of God, and then Edmund. So, well, if you guys have been listening to us for this long, thank you so much for listening. And please subscribe and please give us a review, a comment, you know what to do. And I would love to hear what you think about us and then what you want us to talk about, which webtoons we should read. So give us recommendation. 
We're all ears for you guys. And we will see you in two weeks. Thanks, everybody. Bye.